The big question is, how does someone with MS actually improve their mobility, strength, energy, independence, the list goes on. My name is Dr. Gretchen Hawley, physical therapist and multiple sclerosis specialist. Welcome to the Missing Link Podcast. Tune in as I share the top strategies and exercises to help you gain control over your life with MS using research-driven insights and advice from top industry experts. Whether you're newly diagnosed or have had MS for over 30 years, whether you have relapsing MS or progressive MS, this podcast is for you. You're sure to feel empowered and inspired after each episode. Ready? Let's dive in. Thank you for tuning in. I have Lindsay Watterson here with me today. Lindsay became an amputee 12 years ago and since then has challenged herself to reimagine her life. She launched her own company, Neo Walk, nine years ago and began her journey to bring style, beauty, and amazing design to the mobility aid world. Lindsay and her team now make and send beautiful acrylic walking sticks all over the world with customers in over 20 countries. Lindsay's mission at Neo Walk is to see disability normalized and for designers to embrace the needs of disabled people in mainstream products. In today's episode, we talk about how disability affects our mobility, our appearance, and our fashion, as well as the power of getting your confidence back while being disabled. Lindsay, thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank you for having me. Of course. So we've got lots of questions that we're going to be going over. However, before we get into those, I would love to ask you a question from my interview deck to help our listeners get to know you a little bit better. Is that okay with you? That's absolutely fine. Let's see what you've got. Fire away. <laughs> All right. So I'm shuffling. Your question is, what does your typical Friday night look like? Ah, that's a good, that's a good question. Um, typically, because Friday is just another work day, um, we, do, we do tend to work until sort of five o'clock, which is, we, we do nine till five most days. But then we do like to do a pizza night on a Friday night, uh, which, in, which involves, there's usually just me and Richard. Um, so we'll either make pizzas ourselves, but we don't do the whole making dough and all that kind of thing. I would love to say that I could, but I can't. So we'll either buy just a plain base and then add toppings on. So we add um, all the cheeses and different hams. And then what one of his favourites is to put an, an egg in the middle. So oh. you crack it an egg for the last sort of four or five minutes when it's in the oven which is really nice so we'll we do relax we, we kick back and relax because we do have quite a busy hectic week so it's a pizza night it would be a couple of glasses of wine maybe a gin and tonic instead but it's it's relax it's our time it's us time and we we do tend to just relax and with the dogs of course I mean as much as you can relax with four dogs jumping on you but it's def definitely end of the week it's the TGI Friday, and yeah, we do uh, we, we do just have a, a nice night together. I love that. You know, lately on Friday nights, it gets to be about 8.30 p.m., and I can't keep my eyes open. <laughs> it's like the busyness of the week just catches up to me, and I just cannot stay awake. So that relaxing Friday sounds wonderful. 
It is. And I think you need it. And then that leads you into the nice weekend. Because we do, we do tend to do a bit of work over the weekend as well. It's a bit like you. You probably never really switch off from right. it. Yeah. And even, even when I'm relaxed, that's when I get my best ideas. Mm. Um, so I've always got pen and paper next to me. Even when I'm in bed, I've always got pen and paper next to me. So when, when I'm relaxed over the weekend and I, my, my brain starts to wander um, and I'll have some good ideas for blogs or for um, a good post or, you know, a, 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 the name for a stick, just anything. Some things just come to me. So, yeah, it's always uh, a bit of relaxation just opens your mind, I think. Yes. And I got to say, your creative mind is wonderful. I love all of the names that you come up with for your sticks and just the different designs and colors. It's so cool. So before we get into the sticks, can you give our listeners, especially the ones who might not know you, a little bit of your story and your background and how you got to where you are right now? Okay. So I... I was new to disability um, as, as an older an older sort of person. I was in my 40s um, and I lost my uh, left leg. Um, I caught an MRSA infection while I was in hospital having surgery on the knee, actually, um, which I, I went home with this <laughs> unknown gift of MRSA and it, it had quite catastrophic results for me. So I, I lost my leg um, and just suddenly turned into this person that, saw new possibilities and just said yes to everything and had a go at everything and I became I became an actress and I became a um a, a circus performer I, I did all these all these amazing things but in the back of my head because when I became disabled um I started using a walking stick and I always felt really old and really I want to say ashamed because I was because I, I didn't like the walking sticks that I was I was using um, and I, it's it's that old story. If if you can't find it, you make it. So I, I made a, a, a lovely acrylic walking stick for myself, and it became a business. And and it, it's become a real. It's a passion. I mean, I, I love it. I didn't realise just how um, I loved working with my hands and how creative my mind could be, and just how um, how I could run a business because I never ever believed that I would be where I am, and I, I love every part of it. Uh, so I, you know, I love I love running the whole the whole business side of it and learning because it's it changes all the time. I mean, there's rules on um, taxes and rules on employees, and it's all it's a proper learning thing, and I, I really enjoy that. But the creative side of me just runs wild and. Yeah, I just imagine what what I would like, the different ways that I want to, I want to feel sexy and I want to feel empowered and I, you know, I want to have choice and I want, I want to feel all those things with my walking stick and hopefully that's what we bring to people. That's where my love lies now. That's where we are today. Wow. So can you share with us what your very first walking stick that you made looked like? I can, I can remember it. It was red and I found a company in the UK that sells the kind of rods that I needed. Uh, I ordered a rod. In fact, I ordered, I think I ordered four because I assumed that I would make a mess of at least one um, because it involved heat. So I, I used it in the in the kitchen at home, literally in, in, in a kitchen in the oven. And I made this, I, I heated it and, and molded it round a wine bottle. 
um, but the handle was moulded round, round a wine bottle. And uh, yeah, cut it uh, with a hacksaw. And I tell people you can cut your walking sticks with a hacksaw and you really can because that's how I did it to start with. Um, and I made this fantastic walking stick that people just what, kept stopping me and saying, oh, I love your walking stick. Where did you get it? And, you know, and I was able to say, you know, I, I made it. And then one day I said, oh, I have a business making them. And I didn't. It was yeah. a thing. <laughs> but I just thought, I'd, you know, like you try it on, you know, I just thought I'd, I'd say it and see how it felt. And it felt really good. And I thought, oh, wow, I could do this. So and that, that's literally where it started from one red walking stick made around a wine bottle. Wow. Mm. And I love how, you know, when you are diagnosed with a disability, there's so many things that happen to us mentally and emotionally. And it's so cool that it sounds like almost immediately you took the route of inspiration and motivation and uh, celebrating this new yeah. version. Yeah, I think that's so good. Have you always had that personality or did that just start once you it, got a disability? I think disability is, it's a curse and a gift um, because you, you have to learn to live with a lot. You have to learn to live with, with pain and loss and, and the, the grief of, of the loss of the, the abilities that you had. But it's also a gift because it puts you right on the edge of, of, of almost losing everything if you've been really, really ill. Um, so initially I, I had difficulty coming to terms with my, um, my body image after I lost my leg. Cause I mean, I wasn't, I was just 40, 40 something. I wasn't very old and it was really tough. And I felt like people were staring at me um, and they probably were. Um, I did, they probably were staring because you don't see people with one leg very often, let's face it. But I made the danger of assuming that, that I knew what they were thinking. And I, and I thought they pitied me and they were, that, that they were kind of glad they weren't me, you know, like, thank God I'm not her, look at her. But when in fact, that they probably weren't thinking those things. That, that was just my, I was projecting my lack of confidence on, onto them. So once I'd got over that, and I'd come to terms with how to dress because it, it changes, you know, how I dressed and what I could wear, you know, trousers suddenly became, they had one leg and it was, it was, it was, there was a, it was a real period of change and flux. And once I got over that, there was no stopping me. I just became this, you know, let's, let's embrace it. It's me. I got a, a prosthetic leg. And at the hospital, when they made my first prosthetic leg, they insisted on giving it a cover to make it look like a leg. And they didn't really give me a choice. And I went home with this leg that looked like a, it came off a doll. It didn't look like my leg. It didn't look like my other leg for sure. Cause I was born with ankles about this thick. And uh, <laughs> the, the, the prosthetic leg had these beautiful thin ankles. And I thought, well, that looks nothing like me. And I remember sitting on my bed one day thinking, this is just fake. And I, I took a knife to it and I took off the, the cover and underneath was the, the metal components of it and the metal part. And I just wore that. And, uh, and I felt so much better for having it out there. It is what it is. It's not a real leg. Let's not pretend it is. It's metal. It, you know, it, it, it's not real. So, and I felt so much better after that. And I just became, yeah, this crazy yes person. Yes, you know, do you want to go and work and do this job? Yes, I'll do that. And do you want to train to be a circus performer? Yes, I'll do that. And the challenges kept coming and they, they were they were challenges that I'd never been offered before. 
So in a way, losing my leg had opened so many doors for me, which is really ironic because at one point in my life, I thought it would be the worst thing in my life that could ever happen to me. But it opened so many doors and I've I've been given so many opportunities since losing my leg that I wouldn't have been given. So you'll never hear me say it's ruined my life because it, it really hasn't. It's made me such a, a stronger person. And I've learned so much about myself and I've done absolutely crazy, amazing things. Yes, that's amazing. So I know that a lot of my physical therapy clients hate using walking sticks because the first time that someone thinks of a walking stick, it's almost always the type that you would see in a hospital that is maybe gray or silver. It's not attractive at all. It makes them feel elderly and mm. your walking sticks are the complete opposite. So can you tell us about just the huge variety that you have in the sticks that you make? Well, it's interesting because initially everything I made was based around colour. So it was one style. It was the traditional crook style handle um, and everything. The alternatives were just colour. So you could have a bright fluorescent pink one. You could have a totally clear one. You could have one with stripes in it. You could have the solid black one, you know, all every different colour. Um, I think I had about 25 different colours to start with. And I, I, I hadn't experimented with handle shapes at that point. So as we've progressed through the business, you, you, um, you'll find different handle shapes. So we have a, um, a question mark handle shape. We have a, a new Snoopy style handle shape. We have a screw on, um, but with the handle that screws on the top. So the handles are always progressing. Um, and the, the colours are too. We just keep hopping from whatever my imagination thinks people might want. And that, that is really where the colours are born. They're just born up here. And I'll, and I'll think, what would I use? Because I, I always consider myself very much my own target. I'm the customer out there. It was me that started this. So I'm, I'm essentially the customer. And I just think, what, what would I like? So we have colours that light up. We have some that literally light up. They have torches in and light up at night. And they're crazy. They're amazing. Um, we have some that, you know, if, you, if you're having a very discreet day, they're totally clear and, you know, people can barely see them when you walk in with them. For every taste, every event, we've got a stick for it. Yeah. And one thing that I think is really cool is that you can customize it. So mm. I have this stick and I chose a bright pink one just because I love pink and it has bubbles on the inside. So it's some kind of fun design. And then I chose a green wrap to go around the handle. I chose the yeah. Snoopy handle and then I chose a purple uh, walking stick tip for the bottom. And I just love it just seeing it. And I get so many compliments. It, it mostly sits in the back of my office and I use it for demonstration while I'm exercising. And I yeah. love it. it makes me happy. It's totally my style. Now, other people might not like bright pink, but you can customize it to what you like and what your style is. Exactly. That, that's the whole point. You can customise it. We do the rubber uh, grip on the handle. So if you have a problem with, with um, pain in your fingers or in your wrists, it, it just cushions the, cushions the wrist when, when you're walking. Um, they come in lots of different colours. So you can have, again, you can have quite a quiet looking one. You can have a black on black or you can have a 
bright red on black you know you, you can you can just take it from the top to the bottom and make it reflect everything about your personality which I think is the important thing you know if um if you feel like you want to clash colors then you just go out there and do it if you want to be super sleek and you want to blend everything together um then that's also fine as well you know we, we can make one for every every day of the week you, you can have a different one that's the great thing is you can you can have a have one for Halloween and it can it can be you know I, I made a lady a Beetlejuice one this year and it would look like um like a Beetlejuice walking stick it was amazing um and it it, it reflected what's what's going on inside her and I think when you're disabled you lose you kind of lose that opportunity in in a way that the able-bodied people are able to you know they'll wear different shoes and they'll wear um you know that different clothes and maybe a hat or you know a different handbag and what they're doing is reflecting their personalities and how they feel but I, I feel that we lose that option when we become someone with a disability and, and, and I don't feel that's fair so I'm just kind of out there battling for the uh, for the rights of the uh, of the, the people with disabilities you know we do count we do care we do have mirrors we do look at ourselves before we leave the house and you know it does it really does matter and I, I would challenge you know more designers out there and, and that there are there are a few you know now we do have choice and when you think back maybe three generations there was no choice whereas now we do we do have choice but I would challenge more designers to be more inclusive um, and just to see it's a big it's a big market a lot of younger people with disabilities you know they um, they, they really care what, what their appearance is and so do I, so do you, so does my, my sister, she, you know, she's perfectly able-bodied, you know, we all, we all care about what we look like, and I think we've been missed out along the way somehow. I agree, and one thing I've noticed too is that once I started sharing my walking stick that I got from you on social media, I had clients purchasing them, but also purchasing multiples different uh -huh. sticks for different days that they feel some days they want to feel uh more colorful and other days more muted so is that common do you feel like customers often purchase more than one how many do people have the customer that i have that has the most i think is 14 sticks wow um, some of them are, are really customized. Some of them are, are, are regular, just, you know, off, off the peg sticks. Some of them are different heights as well, because we, we have people who want to wear flat shoes, which is totally fine. And then when you go out, you might want to wear a bit of a heel, which changes the height of stick you need for comfort and safety, obviously. So they have a different height of stick to, uh, to wear if they, uh, if they want to go out wearing a different, a different heel of shoe. I have, um, I have a drag artist who wears heels that I believe are about seven inches high. Oh my gosh! And he has a he has a, a stick, a, a personalized stick that is utterly amazing, and he looks great with his. We have, we have everybody that we have some people that will maybe just have one, um, but men are quite commonly the worst for having multiple sticks. Believe it or not. <laughs> They wouldn't admit it, but they uh, they, they are. But yeah, uh, multiple sticks is very, very common. It's like a neo-walk addiction. People say once you've got one, you know, you, you want more. And I think it's true. 
Yeah. So you actually bring up a good point. How do you recommend, and I know this is on your website, how do you recommend people measure themselves so that their stick actually fits their body versus getting it and it's just completely the wrong size? Yeah, completely. That's the difference with our walking sticks because they're they're handmade and they're made specifically for your height. Um, you have to tell us the height that you need. So we have a page on the uh, on, on the website that gives you the advice you need um, because it's essential. It's not just for, for comfort, it's for safety and it's to make sure that you don't injure yourself having the wrong height of stick. So essentially you stand in the shoes that you're going to be wearing. I always stress, please wear shoes. Some people don't wear shoes. And I say, but do you go out like that? <laughs> No, I don't. <laughs> yeah, so wear the shoes that you would regularly be wearing. Then just um, if you relax your arms by your side and ask somebody to measure from your wrist to the floor. It's better if you don't try and measure yourself because that adjusts your posture and the where your wrist is in relation to the floor. So get someone else to do it for you with a regular measuring tape from your wrist to the floor. That's the measurement that, that you give us. You don't have to worry about how long the the, uh, the rubber tip is. You don't have to worry about the shape of handle that you've got. We do all that. So all we need to know is the height um, and that that's how you uh, safely measure it. And I, I've seen you on some of your videos showing people how to do this, which is fantastic uh, because it's, you know, if you've never done it before, if it's your first walking stick, how would you know? You wouldn't know. Um, so, and in the same way, if you had a, an adjustable walking stick, you probably wouldn't get it right first time. So we always say measure a few times and get the right measurement. Measure twice, cut once. You know, and measuring the stick was one thing that I was worried about. I did have my fiance do it for me and I followed your directions that you have on your website. But a part of me still felt like, well, I don't know, maybe it will be too high or too short. Like how accurate can this really be? And I can say it was extremely accurate. It fits me perfectly exactly where I had measured it to. So uh, if anyone is going to be getting a stick, just follow the directions, trust it. It's simple and it'll fit great. So Lindsay, thank you so much for joining us today. I have heard, even just from my own clients, I can't even imagine how much feedback you get, but from my own clients who have purchased one of your sticks, they are constantly telling me how much more confident they feel and like people are seeing their walking stick versus their disability. And it's just a completely different change of mindset. So the work that you are doing is just so amazing and needed. So thank you for developing these sticks and starting your company thank you I, I, I mean I really appreciate the feedback that, that I get from you Gretchen I, I really do because you're in the in the profession you're in the medical profession and I really value I value your opinion and, and what you know what what you say especially about the the measuring side of it because that that isn't my calculation that's a, a, an industry standard that yes. that is recommended you know it's not something that I've cooked up in my head so people please believe I'm not thinking that I'm um, a, you know a, a trained medical professional I'm not that's just how the industry recommends that that you measure um, mm -hmm. but no the, the feedback's amazing I, I get messages every single day that bring me to, to tears because the, the change that a, you know a, a beautiful walking stick can make to somebody's mm -hmm. life is it it's unimaginable it, it can and I know they changed my life 
So I, I do understand. And, and I, I really love the feedback and the photographs. And, you know, I, I just love how everybody shares their enthusiasm, especially on the on the Instagram community. We've got a beautiful community on there and everybody just is very supportive of each other. And, you know, we, we share photographs and I feel really privileged to be part of it as a business, but also part of it as a woman with a disability. You know, I, I see both sides of it and, and yeah. I really love it. And also just because we didn't touch on this too, the quality, the sturdiness is amazing. So there is no way that I have found that these walking sticks lack, you know, they're, they're fashionable, they're stylish, mm -hmm. but they're also practical and sturdy. So, uh, yeah. Lindsay, where can people find you if they want one of your sticks or just want to follow you and see your amazing creativity, where can they find you? Well, we're all over Instagram. So we're at Neo Walk Sticks on Instagram and you can come and join our community and, and meet everybody. And we, we chat and we, you know, we exchange pictures and we, we're all over Instagram and you can find us on the internet at neo-walk.com. And there you'll find the website with all the beautiful, beautiful things on it. Sounds great. And I will share both of those links in the show notes for anyone who's listening. So you can check that out again, Lindsay, thank you so much. I appreciate you spending time with me today. Thank you. It's an absolute pleasure, Gretchen. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to today's show. I am so grateful to have you as a listener. If you'd like extra resources, such as a video of one of my seated exercise classes, my favorite core exercises, and the opportunity to ask me your questions, head to missinglink.com forward slash insider. That link will be shared in the show notes along with links to my social media handles. If you love this episode and think a friend or family member with MS would benefit from listening, please go ahead and text or email this podcast to them right now. Sharing this podcast will help me educate and empower as many MS warriors as possible. Thanks again for joining and be sure to tune in next week for another episode of the Missing Link Podcast.